0: Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, podcast where I give you all the tips that can help boost your English and just make you sound better. Impress all your friends, impress your family with some brand new sounding English. Well, you know how when Americans are speaking, or North Americans because Canadians as well, will sound kind of like... Everything blends together. It sounds funny. The point is, I want to point out to you a couple of things that you can do to get more of that lazy sort of sound in your speech because, well, you're working too hard when you're talking. That's the problem. You're pronouncing some letters in a particular way and they could be a little lazier and they could blend in a little easier with other letters. The letter that I'd like to talk about today is the letter S, S as in successful, S. But sometimes the letter S doesn't actually sound like an S, it gets more of a Z sound now this will happen in the middle of words you can hear it with words like music president but we're actually not going to talk about those so much today we will talk about those in the future it's just that the rules are a little more vague however there is something that has a bit more of a consistent rule that you can start to consider today and get a good feel for this so aside when S is in the middle of a word sounding like a z or a z. We call it z where I'm from. But aside when S is in the middle of the word sounding this way, it'll also happen when S is at the end of a word. You see, if you listen very closely to native English speakers, you'll notice their words stretch at the end to link into the next word. S added to the end of a word may be voiced as a Z and linked with the other words. Now, it's something that we do very lightly. It's very subtle. You don't have to try and get it super strong. But if you listen for it, it will seriously improve your listening. And if you start to do it yourself well, you'll just get a little more of a natural flow in your speech. And it's really not that tough. You can start doing it today. Because, you see, many people pronounce all of their S's without any voice. And they do this because they want it to sound the way that it's spelled, like a sss. No voice, just air. S. Whereas when we put some voice, you get zzz. Voice, zzz, air, s. And you see, we want to change this habit because English is obviously not always pronounced the way that it's spelled. And it doesn't allow your voice to flow as naturally when you're speaking. So here's what we want to think about here. First off, when s is added to the end of a word, that's unvoiced then S sounds like a regular S. Now let's talk about this a little bit. What does it mean to be unvoiced? Other letters are voiced, voiced and unvoiced. An unvoiced letter, I'll give you a few examples. K, K T, T, F, F, P. When you make the sound for those letters, there's no actual voice, it's just air coming out like the letter s S, unvoiced and so when you put an unvoiced letter beside s the s just remains a regular s so this is why we say walks what's stuffs tests flips like i did three flips and passed my tests i don't know off the top of my head. Off the top of my head. Anyway, when S, however, is added to the end of a word that is voiced, then it's going to sound a little bit more like a Z and it's going to link into the next word or a Z. It's going to sound like a Z or a Z. It's the same thing. So if an unvoiced ending are these letters where air just comes out, then what is a voiced ending? Well, it's the opposite. It's a sound that has some voice. So all vowels, for example, are voiced. Or a whole bunch of, most consonants are voiced. And when we consider some words such as like shoe, if I say I got some new shoes, or put your shoes on, your shoes on, you can get that S sounding like a Z because Shoe ends in the sound, oo, which is voiced. And so you need your S to be voiced. So when you put your shoes on, you got to time real tight. Your shoes on, shoes on. There's a Z there. Or how about if you say, uh, the kids are out. Kids are. We don't say the kids are in the backyard, the kids are. The kids are in the backyard. Or the door's open, you know, somebody knocks on your door, the door's not locked. You can say, it's open, the door's open, door's open. Maybe you got a buddy named Joe and he's got a garage and you're hanging out in Joe's garage, Joe's garage. Like Mr. Frank Zappa hanging out in Joe's garage. Or maybe you go to the beach, you drop your towel in the water, and then you gotta say the towel's wet. The towel's wet. The towels wet. So the what I wanna point out with those is that S is getting a Z sound. Zzz. It's voiced. It's the exact same position as S, but zzz. Instead, we're adding some voice to this. Now, there is one more little rule that I want to mention about when S changes to a Z. And you see, this happens when S is added to words that already end in an S, or an SH, or a CH, or a J. You see, when this happens, S doesn't just sound like zzz, but it sounds like is. It gets that sound, is. For example, beaches. The beaches are open, beaches. You want to get this sound, is. Simply because the word beach, beach, ends in this kind of ch, ch. So we add on an is, beaches. Or how about watches? He watches over the kids. Watches over the kids. Interesting, right? So keep an ear open. Keep an ear open. Listen to this again if you got to. Words with voiced letters on the ending get a sound like Z. Zzz. Now, let's just uh, look at a couple of words that you can use this with right away. The first one here I'd like to bring to your attention is, again, back to your car. A lot of people are listening in their car. And you can say the car's on, because car ends in a voiced sound. Car's on. Now, if you're in a taxi, you might be listening to this downloaded on Spotify or whatever, Apple Music, and if you're in a taxi, the driver might tell you the meter's running, meters running, the meter's running, you ever heard anybody say that before, the meter's running, isn't that weird, how does a meter run, a meter is distance, it doesn't have legs, how far does it run, well, it runs about a meter, it doesn't, That doesn't make sense no the meter is actually the machine in a taxi that counts the distance and then it counts how much you got to pay and when the taxi driver says okay the meters running you know it means do whatever you want to do but you're gonna be paying me the meters running here's a good one here that again use this right away when's a good time When's a good time to call? When's a good time to meet? When's a good time? Notice how I link those words in there. When's a, when's a, It's all linked. When's a good, when's a good time? That's the sound that you want to get in your natural speech. You don't want to get when's a good time or when is a good time. But when's a a good time? All right, now I'm not going to keep you for too long today. We're all busy folk. We all have things to do. I got classes to teach. But, of course, this is good content, is it not? This is exactly what people need to be knowing about very subtle things of English. But if you listen closely, you can catch them. Here are a couple idiomatic expressions that you can listen for right away in order to pick up on this. So I want you to hold your horses. Hold your horses. You ever heard that one before? Has anybody ever told you to hold your horses? Hold your horses is to say, wait a minute there. You're moving too fast, bud. Moving too fast, hold your horses. Here's another one here to say, when push comes to shove. If push comes to shove, I won't hesitate. I'll do what I got to do. If push comes to shove. What does that mean? When push comes to shove. Well, imagine that somebody just gives you a little push. It's like, okay, whatever. That person's a jerk. But if they really shove you, you know, they give you a good strong push with both hands. Push comes to shove. Well, you know, this can happen uh, metaphorically as well in your work. To say that when things go from a little problem to a large problem, you know, when things step it up a notch and they get more difficult, when push comes to shove, what are you going to do under pressure when push comes to shove? Not a bad one to use in a job interview, actually. Not a bad term for a job interview. Think about that. When you're talking to a potential employer and they say, how do you respond under pressure? And you say, well, when push comes to shove, I keep my head cool. I keep my head cool. When push comes to shove. Okay, another one here. Stop making mountains out of molehills. Mountains out of molehills. What's that? What is that? Well, a mountain is something rather large. It's rather colossal. A mountain. And a molehill is small. It's tiny. So if you're making mountains out of molehills... You are taking a tiny little problem and you're turning it into the size of a mountain. You're just adding on to it, exaggerating, you know, getting other people involved and turning it into something that it doesn't need to be. But we all do it sometimes. We all do it sometimes. You make mountains out of molehills. Try to stop making mountains out of molehills or you'll never be happy. Mountains out of molehills, unless that's what makes you happy, then go for it. Okay, those are a couple of idioms for you to start looking out for today. Hold your horses when push comes to shove and making mountains out of molehills. Now, what I'd like for everybody to start doing right away is just listening in people's speech. Now, I can't say that 100% of the time people are going to use a Z pronunciation instead of an S. I can't say how every single person speaks. And I know that you're going to be listening to me and then more people are going to try to prove me wrong and are going to try and listen to prove me wrong than to prove me right. And the fact is, just keep your ears open. Keep your, try and prove me wrong with it. I'd love that. Then you win. Sure, you win, but you'll learn. And that's what's important. So keep your ears open and prove me wrong. Prove to me that Americans don't pronounce their S's at Z's at the ends of words. If you want a real challenge. Because I'm going to win that bet, and I love winning bets. I don't really bet all that much. I'm not a betting guy. But if I were... I'd really love winning them. Well, S sounds like Z at the end of words sometimes. If you keep your ears open, you'll catch on to it. And you'll be able to do it yourself. Just like me. Just like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt does it. You know who doesn't do it? Shakira. Shakira is not a native English speaker. She does not pronounce her s's as z's however barack obama pronounces his s's as z's because he's an american and that's what he does as an american so does canadian prime minister justin trudeau very handsome guy loved all around the world justin trudeau he pronounces his s's as z's don't you want to sound like mr trudeau prime minister trudeau well i know i do It has been a wonderful chat today. Thank you for listening. I'm looking forward to getting this uploaded, and uh, I've got a nice little interview coming up on Thursday that is going to be very much worth your time. It's going to be a fun one. And don't forget to follow me on Spotify. and You can uh, switch these notifications on on spotify to get informed whenever a new episode gets released so that you can hear it as soon as it comes out you'll be the first amongst all your friends to know this stuff and blow their minds have a wonderful day or good evening or good morning enjoy your drive or your dinner your lunch and you'll be hearing from me again very soon have a good one Hey, Accent Learner, thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience. First, you're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So, if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode. Reach out to me, and if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally, and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen. I look forward to hearing from you.